Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Naked Without Shame podcast. We are your hosts, Megan and Morgan. And you may be wondering, why the headphones? Well, (laughs) it's our cool new look. We've decided to become DJs. No, actually not. (laughs) We have headphones because we have a video guest that will be joining us. Monica Ashauer, who is the founder of the Theology of the Body evangelization team. Stay tuned for a conversation with her coming up. Okay, before we begin, we just wanted to invite you to download the Awaken app. Um, The Awaken app is, like I always say, kind of like a social media alternative. Um, You can chat with people um, such as me and Megan, such as other uh, show hosts. Um, You can also get access to things like prayers. There's a shop. Um, It's very cool. So to download that, go to theawakenapp.io. And we want to invite you to consider joining our patronage community. If you go to the website, nakedwithoutshameshow.com, you will see ways in which you can give to support our ministry here at Naked Without Shame. Hi, everyone. If you're interested in going on a pilgrimage yet this year, you can visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. Okay, so... Here we have Monica Ashour. Monica, thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank you. Pleasure to be here. Yeah. And you are in Texas currently, so we've got a little bit of a time difference, but we made it work out. <laughs> I am glad. Texas time yes. is the only time for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, we appreciate you being able to, to talk to us today. Uh, we really enjoy learning from and delighting in the theology of the body with those who also love it. Um, It's been such a big part of our journeys of faith. And so we are just so excited to hear about your story and and just what Theology of the Body means to you. So if you don't mind just telling us a little bit about your story with how you heard Theology of the Body, what drew you to it, and kind of what started your story with it. Great. Thank you so much. Um, What a great question. And I'm sort of embarrassed to tell you the truth, which is one of my friends, she went to a Christopher West talk and she came back to me and she's like, Monica, this is life changing. It's amazing. This theology, blah, blah, blah. And I already had my master's in theology from the University oh. of Dallas. I'm like, nah, I've already heard it all. I got it. And then she said, no, 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 really, please. <laughs> so she and uh, her husband, Steve, Annie and Stephen Vining, they convinced me. And so I started listening to, guess what? Naked Without Shame. Oh my gosh. Uh, yes. We've heard of that. I think we probably heard them. I'm, I'm sure we've listened to them. Yes. Yeah, yeah, they're great. They're, they're great. I see the, the case cover like in my mind. Yeah, yes. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And so it was like mind blowing. Mm-hmm. We just believe it. And so we mm-hmm. just decided, okay, let's start a study group. And we mm-hmm. started listening to Christopher West tapes and especially the one on the Eucharist. And um, mm-hmm. it was just, after about a year and a half, um, the few of us who were meeting and you know gradually kept expanding. We were in our thirties um, and some in our twenties, and we just mm-hmm. felt called by the Holy Spirit to share this. We're like, why didn't anybody know about this? Yeah, and we were kind of dumb and eager, and so we're like, let's start a nonprofit. <laughs> and uh, we didn't know you're supposed to like get funding and every you know all that yeah. else. But we were just Details. so eager in love with Jesus. We knew 
that Jesus and his body bride, the church, you know, this was where we were heading toward to, to expand it to, um, you know, the church. And so on um, December 8th, Jesus Immaculate Conception mm-hmm. in 2001, we founded it officially and got our nonprofit status and haven't stopped since. It's just been a, a slow growing process. Um, and I, I just can't believe it. You know, I really can't believe it. So I've been studying the theology of body for over uh, 22 years now. Amazing. Wonderful. Wow. That's amazing. And it sounds like, yeah, the, the zeal that you first experience when you hear this life-changing message, um, it just sounds like, yeah, it's, it's so much better when you have a community. It sounds like you really found people to learn and study with. And that's kind of the first response when you hear theology of the body and, and it, and it hits sure. a chord in your heart. It's like, wow, I, I want others to know what I have known. Right. Absolutely. Um, this, th- yeah. This will make me happy. This is this will make you happy. Like know what you're made for, mm-hmm. um, and so Morgan and I can kind of share in that. I think we also felt that, but also had a community that really we could grow and study together. So, yeah. uh, yep. it's that's an interesting parallel. You kind of just want to share something good that you're given. Yeah, right. You know, indeed. Yeah, mm-hmm. there were yeah. several of us who at first met, and then slowly we grew, and even today. So I'm now 56 and I meet every week, just like we started, you know, even before October was founded, there are at least 20 to 30, sometimes 35 young adults that I'm leading Mm -hmm. in the Tobit study group. Um, In Irving, there's a John Paul II house with a whole bunch of young men who just love the faith and we're still going strong. Yeah. The the founders, we, um, we are mostly educators and many of us were getting our um, another master. I was getting another master's degree from the University of Dallas, and it was in humanities. And so another thing mm-hmm. that um, my friends and I we brought to the table is the attentiveness to beauty, um, mm-hmm. also yeah. the attentiveness to education. And so that's why mm-hmm. uh, you know we, we eventually uh, knew we wanted to do children's books and youth books, mm-hmm. which we have. With, with regard to the body matters. And I could tell you more about that later, just that perspective. Um, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was the Holy Spirit for sure. That's beautiful. That is really beautiful. That's yeah. so great. And speaking of being beautiful, like the element of beauty, you know, <laughs> is, is so important in theology, the body evangelization, um, just to, to show the good of the world and of the human body and um yeah see it more as like wow something that wells up in the heart that i want mm-hmm. because it is beautiful it's not just these abstract teachings that the church you know imposes on us but it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing it's attractive we want it actually yeah when yeah. we hear it it's it strikes us yeah. and pierces us yeah uh, so speaking yeah. yeah so speaking of that beauty can you maybe share with us when you were first starting out learning the theology of the body, what were some of those beautiful nuggets, so to say? What were those beautiful things that captured you yeah. and, and your heart? You said yeah, you were Catholic you before and even had a degree in theology. So what was it particularly about the theology of the body for you? Um, um, yes. Yeah. Thank you. That, that's a great question. Um, so one of the things that I remember, I was taking courses um, in Russian novel. And Dostoevsky oh. says, beauty yeah. will save the world. Yeah. And, and so there's something about Jesus Christ, even on the cross, which you say, like, that's beautiful. Well, mm-hmm. in one sense, 
it is beautiful because his body mm -hmm. there is speaking a language. So that's the first thing that I remember about theology of the body. I'm like, oh, our bodies speak a language. It's not just language of our words, but language of the body. Mm -hmm. And so even now mm -hmm. when I'm giving talks to teenagers and adults, I'll say this, the language of the words and the language of the body, when they match, that's called integrity. Mm -hmm. And then oh, when I say the engaged couples, I give um, monthly talks to 36 engaged couples. I'll say, okay, when y'all take your vows on the altar, when your language of the words and the language of the body on your honeymoon night, you express mm -hmm. that and they match, that's called sexual integrity. And as y'all mm -hmm. know, you know, most people nowadays who are getting married, they're usually living together already and they haven't heard mm -hmm. this beautiful message. Mm -hmm. And so it comes alive for these young people. And I'm um, just so excited. Another thing, I'm like, oh my gosh, how are we made in God's image and likeness? Like I gave a talk in Chicago, that was where Nick was this past week. And mm -hmm. I say, how, do you, how, how are you made in God's image and likeness? And most people say the soul, right? Which is one way. But as y'all know, Pope John Paul made our bodies directed toward each other. So the thing I would offer, um, instead of like just skipping to sexuality, is all human bodies are directed toward each other. My vocal cords mm -hmm. to your eardrums. And so I'm yeah. giving the gift oh, to, yeah. to you by giving. You're giving the gift to self by receiving. And then we're, we're bonded together more. But then, as you know, the naked and unashamed passage is Genesis 2.25. And that was the most beautiful thing I heard. Like, how come I never thought about this? The male body yeah. is directed toward the female body and how beautiful that is. And then the beauty of marital love being presented in a way that's sacred and, and, you know, we don't skip over the body, but at the same time, it's, it's one spirit united with the Holy spirit. And anyway, I mean, I could keep going on and on as y'all know as well. Like it's just a beautiful changing yeah. view of the human person. Beautiful. It really is. Yeah. I think it makes things come together. For me, that was my experience of like when I, after I converted, I was, um, someone exposed me to, um, to, theology of the body and it was like everything I was learning in RCIA was like it came alive and it like became intelligible I mean you know it had a certain intelligibility before of course but it was like I don't know it just filled it out it fleshed it out for me um it was really really yeah incredible I could so. comment on that too the way I call way I speak about that similar to you is it's a of a mosaic hmm. you know it's all of one piece and the way I would put it, especially for the, the modern audience where so much of the cultural influence is like, do we believe in transgenderism, abortion, you know, all this other stuff. Mm. And I would say that the reason why my point of departure is the body, and that's why I named the books for preschool, The Body Matters, is because mm. the body is so beautiful. And it is the mosaic, you might say. So another way of saying that, when mm -hmm. people now say to me, like, before um, I knew theology body, when people say, well, why is contraception wrong? Why is abortion mm -hmm. wrong? Why is in vitro wrong? You, you name it. You know, I could quote scripture in the catechism just fine. But mm -hmm. with the theology of the body, I'm like, it's because of the body. Yeah. But the meaning uh, of the body is mm -hmm. all about gift, is all about love, is all about mm -hmm. you. And so mm -hmm. to me, it's the body, the concrete body, which Pope John Paul, as y'all know, says it's a like a, a as a sacrament then that mm -hmm. holds mm -hmm. everything together 
if we take seriously the truth and meaning of the body. Right. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yes, what I'm what I'm thinking of as you're talking is um maybe my own journey in in knowing different things about, you know, what the church says, maybe what I've learned in my faith, mm-hmm. but I didn't have what came first. Like that that foundational piece of our anthropology of who we are mm-hmm. that like like you're saying what the body is and then that knowledge of how we image God in and through the body brings to light all of these other these topics, right? It, it kind of clarifies it. Mm-hmm. And that is an experience of beauty, like to, to really know yourself and to know how to live. Um, and that's what everybody's looking for. So having that first principle of what things are, what the body is, just sheds such beautiful light on, on all these other topics. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I would say so. And it reminds me of this. So this is my last book, Catholicism for Everybody. And okay. the reason okay. why what you have said, <laughs> what'd y'all say? The body the Catholicism matters. for everybody. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what, what these diagrams, et cetera, oh. do is they show like the oneness of the Catholic Church. And wouldn't you say that's one of the aspects of beauty? That yeah. beauty kind of brings in a breathtaking view of, of the human person. And so that that mosaic um, is beautiful. And, and another way I would say this, would y'all agree with this? Like the theology of the body gives a sacramental view of reality. And that's yes. beautiful too, yeah. because it's, it's a visible sign mm-hmm. pointing to the invisible reality and bringing that about. To me, that is just breathtaking as well. And I'm, it's I'm incredible. glad you're, you're a convert and the theology oh, body yeah. kind of added that power, you know, that punch. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it made everything make sense. It made, like, I always describe it like a harmony. It created like a harmony between my sort of my spirit, my mind and my body, because in in the modern, you know, kind of culture that I was raised in, it's sort of like, I get to define everything. I get to define what the physical world means. I get to define my body. And this is the the air that I breathed. And I, I think that whether I would have been able to say it at the time, like I felt um, maybe I did feel like it was like I had a certain freedom in that or I liked it or something, but I, I felt like there was an inherent disharmony between me and my body, basically. And then and then I think I would describe like discovering Catholicism and especially like through the lens of theology of the body, like this this incredible harmony that I never know, knew was possible between myself and my body. This like what you're saying, this integrity. Um, it's just really beautiful. I mean, hard. It's difficult, not without suffering, but beautiful and worth it. I mean, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Amazing. so great. Yeah, and to comment on your your thought about the sacramental worldview, we've discussed that a little bit on our show. Um, that things mean things, you know that 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 creation reveals a creator. That God is a giver, and He gives the world to itself as a gift. So things are gifts, like primarily, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we understand what something is by understanding its origin, right? That it comes from God. So the more you train yourself in seeing the world as a gift that first comes from God, it just kind of fills you with this love, like, oh, I'm being loved in the world. I'm being cared for in the world, right? Do you have any thoughts on that? Or I do have a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't want to take up the whole, you know, dialogue here, but yeah. So, and, and I would add telos, you know, the, the end, 
is also what we need to know. The beginning and the end, as you know, what yeah. John Paul, that's why he divides the first section into um, the, the, the beginning and then the middle and the end. Mm-hmm. But I would also add this, that um, with the theology body, uh, you know, the, the first part is the words of Christ. And then the sacrament is the second part. And in my mind, that also points to the sacramental view of reality, and it points ultimately to the liturgy. And what is most beautiful than the liturgy when we get to mm-hmm. enter into that to that visible, sense-perceptible arena, mm-hmm. shall we say? And then with, with beauty, like there's some veiledness, but then the veil is pulled back slightly, especially at Mass. And we get to enter into that and that body to body encounter um, with God. Uh, by the way, like I have a special needs nephew, Nikki, and um, he knows if Aunt Monica comes in the room, you put away your computer and he's like, Aunt Moni, we're body to body. We're body to body, right? Nope, we're body to body. <laughs> That's and, um, great. So even though he's reaching puberty, um, he doesn't sexualize the term body to body. So that's great. what I tell to parents, like so some of the Body Matters books. And in my talk to little kids, I'm like, how do you know you're hungry? How do you know you're thirsty? How do you know you need to go to the bathroom? Body, 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 body is the answer to these things. And then how do you know if you're a boy? Well, you have a boy body. How do you know if you're a girl? (laughs) A girl body. And so these types of things are going to go against what you said. What you said was brilliant because, like, do I get to decide what my body means? You see, that's the problem. And then our, our identity Instead of being in Christ and his body, especially the the church, you know, Mm -hmm. my identity is whatever I want to make it. And then it leads to what? It leads to sadness. It leads to despair because Mm -hmm. we're not meant to be like the creator of our lives. We're meant to receive Mm -hmm. creation as a gift. That's a direct quote from the theology of the body. And what a powerful thing. And one more thing, like notice all of us, you know, I mentioned sexuality earlier. But the theology body is an anthropology. You don't need to get to sexuality, which we don't do until our seventh and eighth grade books, because it's so robust and beautiful in different ways so that we can reverence who we are, you know, the, wow. the, the positive of the body and spirit of the human person. So, yeah, I totally echo what you're saying uh, about a sacramental view of reality. That's yeah, wonderful. that's wonderful. That's so great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, why don't you share maybe a little bit more about, yeah, just your your story now, what's going on with Tobit, uh, exciting things happening. I mean, it sounds like there's a lot of really great things happening down in Texas and uh, you sharing these resources, probably even beyond that. And, you know, what? so what's what's kind of the TOB story for you now? What's, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. And thank you again for asking that question. Um, as as Tobit was growing and developing and it looked like, okay, God was calling me to go away from education, um, which almost tears me up even now speaking about it because I love the classroom. But as my friend Mm -hmm. said, Monica, your classrooms become big, bigger. And then I remember one time um, speaking with Christopher West and he looked me in the eye and he said, Monica, do not recreate yourself in my image and likeness. You Mm -hmm. Are you know, he said something like, you're single, never been married, you don't have children, you're female, you're an educator. So he said, there is an aspect of the theology of the body that God wants to pour forth through mm-hmm. you. 
So I remember that was a huge moment in my life whereby I'm like, I took ownership because Christopher kind of like invited me just to be me and, mm -hmm. and to keep things going. And so I just, I'm so appreciative to him and his influence. And then after that, I'm like, okay, what, what do, can we do well? And so I started with teen stuff and talks and, and now parents as, as well as mm -hmm. um, the body matters. So thank you for letting me um, talk about this. So matters is um, there are two uh, books per level. So preschool through um, eighth grade. And so let me show you just one, like this is a body in reverence. So one of the things Pope John Paul says is that one of the number one needed things in marital love is reverence. And of course, we don't mention for third graders about reverence, but guess what we start with? With beauty. And then we mm. do talk about like social you know, networking, make sure you're not plugged in all the time. Mm. And then all of these, like the body is a sacrament. The body speaks a language. The body is gift. Uh, the body in holy mass. One of my favorites is for first graders, the body teaches many lessons. And so wow. again, I hate to say this, but trans it's not only transgenderism, but transhumanism is coming about. And so yeah. for us to like, make sure we start talking to children at a young age, what they need mm -hmm. to hear. I was just talking to somebody mm -hmm. um, just today, calling up and like, hey, what do we say to our second graders? Because there's someone in our school who's quote unquote transitioning. Mm -hmm. And so that is mm -hmm. pushing against the truth of the human person. And so... Mm -hmm. For mm -hmm. us to get to children at a young age, I think it's so important. And so what, it, what is part of my story? The story um, is not so much like a um, me living differently. Although I remember thinking, I use the bank teller. I use my students. I use, you know, and not in a sexual way, but that blew my mind. Oh, the opposite of love is use. And so that transformed mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. But then as an educator to take the highfalutin Pope John Paul, you've read the theology of body and how male and female he created it. It's so yeah. hard <laughs> yes. but to bring it down to a yeah. child's level. And I think you heard me probably say this to Nick when he was interviewing me, like how many times does Pope John Paul use the word soul? 55 times, spirit, 91 times, body, 1,319 oh times. <laughs> it's crazy. So for us not to skip over the body, but to, you know, delve into the truth of who we are as body persons um, is, is what just kind of blew my mind that I've given my life to. So for the rest of my life, you'll be hearing me, you know, try to disseminate this message from Tobit, the Theology of the Body Evangelization Team. And it's Tobit.org. And it's a play on the word that we did deliberately, T-O-B-E-T dot org, oh. you know, because as you know, yeah. the book of Tobit is also in the Theology of the Body. Wow. Yeah. That is so exciting. So All incredible. those things are great. And yeah, God is definitely using you to to build the kingdom and share your knowledge. You you are a very good teacher. You you explain these concepts yeah, so beautifully. Great. And I'm sure you write them beautifully as well. So and I also am so glad you're on our show because I know so many parents who do face that question of how do I yeah. go against the culture with educating my children in uh what the body means, their own, um, yeah, right. you know, masculinity or femininity growing up at a young age. And, yeah. and so it's so nice to have resources to, to share with someone to start, like, you know, how to start talking the language of 
you know, John Paul II's theology of the body. So yeah, I'm I'm very excited to hear about this because I'm actually um, starting as a teacher this year um, for little kids, like first and second what graders, grade? and I first and second grade. Yeah, and I didn't know that there was um, theology of the body resources for kids that young. I mean, that's that's amazing. I will definitely order them. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it sounds great. You're so. a great advertiser. Thanks. <laughs> No, I'm totally genuine, though. That's great. Yeah. So, uh, well, thank you so much, Monica. It was a pleasure to talk to you today. Yeah. Uh, it's always good to talk to a fellow lover of Theology of the Body and connect. So yeah. God bless you. And thank you again for being on our show. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me. It's a privilege. And thank you for what you do. Keep it up. Yeah. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Bye-bye. Yep. Bye. God bless. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to our conversation today. Uh, we'll hope to catch you next time.